Hey everyone, my name is Jason Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Coastal Church Podcast. I'm super excited for you to hear this message. We believe that God wants to speak to us, and we hope that you're open to hear what he has to say to you today. Enjoy. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us here tonight. I have a question for y'all. How many of y'all have Christmas presents still you got to wrap? Oh, there's a lot of us. I'm included in that party. How many of you after tonight's service are actually going to go home and wrap those presents? Okay, all right. I'm going to attempt to. We'll see how that goes. How many of y'all are planning to wrap your presents tomorrow night? <laughs> no shame, no shame. Some of y'all put your hands up for both because there's some you got to wrap tonight and some you're going to wrap tomorrow night, right? Yeah, so Christmas is upon us. And thanks so, Alex had mentioned this. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate so much um, you allowing us to be part of your um, Christmas experience with your families. And we're just really grateful for that. And as I've been praying for you for tonight's service, um, what I've been praying is that, is that God would make this a moment for you over this Christmas where you would just be able to have a quiet moment where things just slow down a little bit. You can take a breath and you can just find rest for your mind and rest for your soul. And so that's what I've been praying that tonight that the Holy Spirit actually does that in your heart and mind tonight and you would just be able to slow down a little bit and receive God's goodness and God's grace. Amen? Here's what I believe. I believe that God is actively speaking to each and every one of you that is in this room tonight. And I'll say that again. I believe that God, the God who created the universe, the God who created everything, the God that we celebrate at Christmas time, that that God is actively speaking to each and every one of you that are in this room here tonight. And he speaks in many different ways and at many different times, but make no mistake, God is speaking to you. But here's the deal. Sometimes it's really, really hard to hear God. Sometimes it's hard because our lives can be so busy. Sometimes it's hard because maybe some of us in the room, we lack faith that God even exists. Sometimes it's hard because we're not sure maybe we want to hear what God is going to say to us. And sometimes it's hard because we believe in God, but we have a hard time believing what God is speaking to us about, especially if it involves something hopeful or full of purpose or something that God actually wants to do in and through our lives. And those reservations that we have about God speaking to us, actually they sound an awful lot like the everyday people like you and me that pop up in the Christmas account we find in both Matthew and Luke's gospel in the scripture. Zacharias doubted that God could perform a miracle because of Elizabeth's age. Mary had questions about being able to have a child because she was a virgin. Joseph struggled with the reality of Mary becoming pregnant and what the honorable thing was to do. God, what are you saying? 
And sometimes when God shows up in your life, it's actually really difficult to try to make sense of it because God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. And so sometimes it just makes you scratch your head and it's difficult to understand what God is up to. But what if tonight, this Christmas, what if God was actually speaking to you right now? Because I believe with all my heart that he actually is. And as we look at the Christmas account, one of the things that happens at every single moment in the Christmas story, both found in Matthew's gospel and Luke's gospel, where we get our actual Christmas account that happened actually historically 2,000 years ago, at every moment in the narrative, arguably except for one, we see written in our scripture, God actually speaking. And we're going to kind of talk through the Christmas account here tonight, and in particular, talk about how God spoke in different instances. We look in Matthew's gospel, and Mary is to be found with child, not by a man, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says an angel speaks to Joseph in a dream prior to the baby being born to warn him not to divorce Mary like he was planning to do as an honorable man. The Bible also says in Matthew's gospel that Isaiah spoke and prophesied. God spoke through Isaiah 700 years before Jesus came to saying, the virgin will give birth to a son and his name will be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. God spoke through the prophet Isaiah. The wise men, who I love, I dressed up when I was in the play. I was the wise man. I got to play two parts when I uh, did the plays when I was a kid. The wise man and the innkeeper. <laughs> and I found out there's no innkeeper in the Bible. <laughs> but I always liked the wise men. However many there was, by the way. And they followed the star that appeared to them. And the Bible actually tells us the wise men, this blows my mind. Did you realize that the wise men were looking for the king? You know what they wanted to do to this baby to be born? They came to bring gifts to do what? Worship him. Because somehow, by revelation from God... These wise men knew that this baby to be born was more than just a human being. You don't worship humans. You worship a God. You worship God. And the wise men came to worship God. And it's interesting because Herod felt threatened about this king to be born that was going to be king of the Jews. And so God speaks again to the wise men in a dream, to return a different way than going back through to see King Herod. God spoke. And an angel appears again in Matthew's gospel in a dream to Joseph and speaks to them, warning after Jesus is born for them to actually flee to Egypt because Herod was trying to kill Jesus. God speaks in the Christmas story in Matthew's gospel and God actually speaks in Luke's gospel as well. 
In Luke's gospel, the angel Gabriel speaks to Zechariah, but as we read, and as I learned when I did kids' ministry last week, Zechariah didn't believe the angel. I don't know about you, man, but like, if an angel shows up and starts telling me stuff, like, you'd think we believe it, right? Nope, not Zechariah. He didn't believe, and so the angel Gabriel said that he was going to be mute until his baby was going to be born. God spoke through the angel Gabriel. God speaks through the angel Gabriel to Mary and responds to Mary's legitimate questions and reveals some of the plans that Jesus, that God has for his son Jesus and helps confirm to Mary that, that her cousin Elizabeth is, is also with child. Two miraculous conceptions have gone down. Two miracles have been confirmed. And so all through the Christmas narrative, we have God showing up and speaking supernaturally through angels and dreams and all kinds of crazy things. But not only do we have God speaking through angels and miracles, we actually have God speaking through people too. This is my favorite part of the Christmas story. The Bible teaches us that Elizabeth was with child, and his name would be John. And John the Baptist would be this prophet that would point and testify and say, This is Jesus. This is the Christ. This is the one you've all been waiting for. This is the one who will save us from our sins. John the Baptist's entire job was to glorify and point people to Jesus. And the Bible actually teaches us that when John the Baptist was inside the womb of his mother, Elizabeth, Mary walked through the door to greet her cousin. And the Bible teaches us that John the Baptist, not yet born, leaped in the womb of Elizabeth, proclaiming and testifying for the first time of many that the baby that walked in the room in Mary's womb was the Christ to be born. John the Baptist would spend the rest of his life doing that very thing he did even before the day he was born. God spoke through a baby not even yet born. And the Bible says Elizabeth was then filled with the Holy Spirit and God spoke through Elizabeth to tell Mary about her child. And then God speaks through Mary as Mary bursts out in this song of celebration of what she's actually carrying. And then John is born in this Zechariah who could not speak. The moment he writes on the tablet that his name will be John, he's able to speak and begins to prophesy and speak out about this Jesus and about his son and what he'll do and who he'll be. God spoke through people. And to end the Christmas story off in Luke's gospel, these regular people, kind of like fishermen, these shepherds who were watching over their flock by night in Bethlehem, in the same area that Jesus was born. And the Bible teaches us that not just one angel shows up in this instance. The Bible says, can you just imagine this for a second? 
You're a shepherd. You're out in the field in Bethlehem. You're looking at your sheep at like 10 o'clock at night, making sure they're not going astray. You're having a yarn. You're probably around a fire. You may be having a good mug up. And then all of a sudden, into the night sky, thousands of angels did start showing up and singing praise and glory to God. What would you all do? Right? And God speaks through a whole host of angels to proclaim to these everyday, ordinary people like you and me that this baby that was born in Bethlehem was actually Christ, the Savior, who would save everyone from their sins. Literally, if you look at every single account, every single interaction in the Christmas story, God speaks except for maybe one instance, which we'll hit before we're finished. The Bible says that long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he spoke to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. And I would say this. God still speaks at many times and in many ways. And it all comes through Jesus. Because Jesus is the word of the Father that we just sang about. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Jesus is the heart word of the Father that he wanted to communicate to the whole world. Jesus is that word that became flesh. And as we look in this passage of scripture, we see God speaking. We see three dreams and some with angels all at different times. We see angels showing up in person, both individually and in multitudes. We see multiple warnings that God gives at different times. We see God speaking through people, through Mary and Zechariah and Elizabeth and John the Baptist. And there's two things I want to tell you tonight about the Christmas story. The first one is this. God is still speaking to us today at many different times. God is still speaking to you today at many different times. Like I said earlier, God is actively speaking to each and every one of you that are in this room. Whether you believe it or not, whether you can hear him or not, I'm telling you, God is actively speaking to each and every one of you that are here. And he's doing it at many different times. Like, for instance, when you're steaming out and you're hauling gear, God is speaking. When you're home with your family this Christmas, God is speaking. When, in you, when you kids are opening your presents, God is speaking. When you're sitting down for Christmas dinner, God is speaking. When you're driving to and from places and visits and dropping off presents, God is speaking. When you're worried, how many are worried if you got enough gifts for people? I know I was. God is speaking. When you're stressed about how much money you just spent on Christmas, God is speaking. As you sit in this very service tonight, God is speaking. And all the different times you have over the holidays, in every single day of our lives, God is speaking to you. 
You believe that? Because I do. And if that's true, if God is actually speaking to you every day in many different times, what should we do? I think there's one answer to that. It's listen. Listen to what God is saying to us. So practically speaking, at Christmas time, there's going to be lots of different chatter. There's going to be lots of different conversations. And so I'd encourage you, listen to the chatter, but also have an ear to Jesus. Or sometimes, maybe over Christmas time, you might get so overwhelmed with all the chatter, you need to like turn off both ears and go just be alone with Jesus and have both ears open to him to kind of refuel and reset and refresh. Because some of y'all got in-laws coming over. Some of y'all got outlaws coming over. And you need God's word and what God is saying about them in order to get you through this Christmas. You need God's perspective in order to give you the grace and kindness you need to love them like Jesus would. And it's amazing to me how much God's voice actually helps when we're stuck in a situation and don't know what to do. Zachariah was stuck. What? My wife is going to have a child? Joseph, what am I supposed to do? My wife is, says she's pregnant, yet she's a virgin. Mary, how on earth am I going to have a child? I am a virgin. The wise men. What way should we go? They were stuck. And what happened when they got stuck? God spoke. God spoke to bring clarity and direction and hope and perspective. God, what are you saying? What are you, what are you saying, God, when you have those ill feelings with your family dynamics at Christmas. God, what are you saying when my kids maybe don't appreciate the Christmas as much as maybe I think they should? God, what are you saying when we're sitting down to eat Christmas dinner? God, what are you saying? Do you suppose for a second maybe that God is actually speaking in those moments? And I believe when we start to hear his voice in those moments, in those regular, everyday, mundane, manger kind of moments, it's when God starts to be more active and alive in our lives because God still speaks to us today at many times. And not only does he speak to us many times, God also speaks to us in many ways. In this passage of scripture, I just, it just blows my mind how God shows up supernaturally. And sometimes God speaks to us supernaturally like he does in this passage of scripture with angels and dreams and, and direction and warning and all those kinds of crazy things that we see in this passage of scripture. God still speaks in those ways today. But more often than not, for those of us in this room here today, God speaks to us supernaturally Maybe not as much through angels and things like that, but supernaturally, God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. The great news for us here today, because Jesus was born, he suffered and died and rose again. He went to the right hand of God. He made a way for us to have the very presence of God to live inside of us. That's what's so beautiful about Christmas, is Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. But the hope that Jesus brought is Emmanuel, God in us. That as Christians, we believe that the same Jesus that was nestled into the manger 
wants to make your heart his home. God's spirit wants to live inside of you so that God can speak to you every moment of every day. God has tons of things he wants to say to you and tons of things he wants to say through you. And as we look at this passage of scripture, God speaks in many ways. He speaks through the Holy Spirit living inside of you, but he also speaks through people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. Isaiah and Zechariah and Elizabeth and Mary and John the Baptist, all these people and their specific reference to them being filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking the truth of God. Part of the many ways that God wants to speak to you is through people. Maybe you're saying to yourself, like, God, would you speak to me? And all of a sudden you have these people, these crazy Christians, these people that love Jesus, they keep showing up in your life. And you're asking God to speak to you. He's probably using those people. He's probably using those people to speak directly into your life. You ever have a conversation with someone where you felt like your heart was strangely warmed? Do you ever have a conversation with someone and it didn't just feel like a human interaction? Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you felt like God's spirit was actually speaking to the depth of your heart? Because that's how God speaks. God speaks in many different ways. I invite the worship team to come. I left you a little bit of a cliffhanger. I told you that in almost every instance in this Christmas narrative that I looked over, God spoke, except for one, which I found so interesting. Every other instance that I found, every instance, every interaction in the Christmas narrative, there's actual recording in the scripture of God actually speaking. But there's one instance in this passage, in the Christmas narrative, there's one instance that I read through, and there's actually no reference of God actively speaking. Do you know when that is in the scripture? And this is amazes me, and I think God did this on purpose. The one instance in the Christmas narrative where there's actually no words spoken from God is the actual birth of Jesus. Go to Matthew chapter 1, or Luke chapter 1 and 2. Read it for yourself. But during the actual birth account in the text, there's no actual words written in our scripture. Why would, and this got me asking this crazy Christmas question. Like, why would the authors of scripture not indicate God speaking in that very moment in the manger. And here's the conclusion I came to. Maybe it's because the word of God that came from the Father, the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, the word that became flesh in the manger, the word actually speaks for himself. That same word they became flesh 2,000 years ago, the heart of the Father. You see it? Jesus born in a manger is the heart of the Father made flesh. It is God speaking to all of humanity about all that is in his heart for humanity. 
And Jesus spends the rest of his life, and he will spend the rest of eternity speaking to humanity about what is in his heart. And you know what's in the heart of the Father for you? He loves you. And he longs to have a relationship with you. And you know what happens in a relationship? People speak and people listen. And every bit of God's relationship with you is saturated with this incredible, intense love. God gave the thing that was most precious to him for you because he loves you. You know, for me, it's moments like this that I sense the presence of God more than any other. It's moments like this where I believe with all my heart that God is clearly speaking to people. This isn't just Jay up here saying a bunch of words. Matter of fact, there's things that God's speaking to you about right now that aren't even words coming out of my mouth. But I am confident and certain that in these moments we share together, God is actually speaking to you. And I can feel it and I can sense it. You know, sometimes we need these silent night moments like we're about to have to slow down, to quiet our hearts, and to actually realize that God's actually not silent after all. God's actually speaking. Matter of fact, he's speaking at many times and in many ways, including this moment we have together. So, like the Christmas song goes, do you hear what I hear? He's speaking. The question for us this Christmas on this silent night is this. Are we listening? Let's pray. Father, thank you for the, just the desire you have for us to be in relationship with us. That God, would you help us just to slow down, to quiet our hearts and minds, to quiet everything else, Father. And Lord, would you speak to us? Would you help us, Lord, to hear your voice, that you would break through all the noise and remind us, Father, of the great love for you have for us in Jesus. We love you and welcome you in Jesus' name. Would you stand? We really hope that this message has motivated you to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus and has inspired you to join us in our mission to take Jesus into every community of Southwest Nova. If you have any questions about the sermon, if you want to know how you can get involved, send us an email at office at coastalchurchns.com. We'd love to get connected with you. Have a great day.